0: Jack Chris here, the Now See Here podcast. I want to give a special thanks to those underwriters and sponsors and supporters, some of whom uh, started with me with BAM South when we uh, kicked back up here recently. Uh, I want to thank Benchmark Construction, and they're celebrating 40 great years this year. J H H Architects, Farm Bureau Life Insurance, the Carson Law Group, P-L-L-C, Dr. Michael Sanders, Space Value Health, Oxford Lafayette Chamber of Commerce and Economic Development Foundation, Lulu Kebab Mediterranean Cuisine, Auto Innovative, go see Alex Murray, great place here on Highway 51 for some great deals, Mazda of Jackson, another great uh, car dealership, BAMSouth.org, our homepage, Merit Media, Bank First, SettleMyCase.com, The Home Buyer Guy, Will White, and our new underwriter, Hometown Lenders of Mississippi. Thank you all very much for your support, and if you would like to be a sponsor, you can email me at Chris, C-R-I-S-S, publicrelations, at gmail.com. Hey, Jack, Chris here. I want to remind everybody about a very exciting event we've got coming up on August 8th. That's a Thursday at CC's Coffee House in Ridgeland on Highway 51. We're calling it Open Mic with Dr. Mike. Dr. Michael Sanders, who of course owns and operates Face Value Health Direct Primary Care, will be here live at CC's and we'll be doing an hour and a half unusual podcast in that you can come in, get some coffee and some delicacies and treats or whatever you want to drink here at CC's, come in the studio and talk to Dr. Sanders, ask him any question live. We're going to be uh, taping it for YouTube and the show will be recorded for a later broadcast. It's going to be very exciting. We're calling it interactive uh, podcast radio, open mic with Dr. Mike. It's from one till two thirty, August the eighth, at CC's Coffee House. So be sure to join me, Jack, Chris, Roddy Merritt, and Dr. Michael Sanders of Face Value Health. We look forward to seeing you. This is the Now See Here podcast on Anchor FM, anchor.fm slash now see here. I'm your host, Jack Chris. Hey, thanks for listening. We are pleased for this episode to be welcoming back Mr. Danny Bedwell. Danny, of course, is running for the uh, Senate, District 17, Mississippi Senate, uh, out of his hometown of Columbus, covers Lowndes County and another county there. But Danny's also our political commentator. He's a libertarian. I call him the most dangerous man in Mississippi. And today we're going to talk about — actually kind of focus on Danny's uh, mission and, and what had been mine for many, many years. But the question we're going to address today is, is America finished? I mean, here we are around Independence Day, and why even bother to vote or run for office if a president can willy-nilly declare war and not go through Congress and taxes keep going up and problems are escalating? Danny? Welcome to the show. I'm sorry to have such a, a depressing or or negative intro, but we need to talk about these things.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and no problems, Jeff. And, and, and uh, You're right, though. I mean, uh, you know, America's been on the downslide for a couple of hundred years now. <laughs> a couple of <laughs> hundred
0: years? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, a lot of, uh, if, if you look at it, to me, it kind of starts with Woodrow Wilson. Uh, yeah. Everybody blames FDR, but Wilson, uh, explicitly stated that he was opposed to Madison, Jefferson, and the Founders, and that the country needed to change. And you know, even Teddy Roosevelt, before him, started with the trust busting and uh, anti-business uh, regulations. And we're not going to argue that. The, the fact of the matter is, they're here, Danny. They're in place, and you have been more politically active than I have. I mean, I've just written editorials and done talk shows, but you've actually gone out there and put your butt on the line and run for office. And, and so the question is, why do it, Danny? I mean, especially as a libertarian. I mean, we, we are a minority and we're fighting. There's,
1: there's many reasons. There's Jack, a battle. There's many reasons. Yeah. I mean, um, there's yeah, there's a battle. But the thing is, these arguments for limited government, they've got to be heard. And, and I'm running for the Senate, yes. And if elected, I get to stand on the floor of the Senate and make these limited government arguments about uh, re- undoing all the stuff that they have done. Someone – I mean it's either run for office and or ignore those stupid petty laws, which I do sometimes, and uh, try to defend yourself. I mean try to hide your money from the government. I do.
0: Well, have you noticed that now most people in the Senate or House, especially here in Mississippi, to them, the definition of doing something means passing a new law, and they'll throw anything out there that might or might not stick, crazy things, I mean, bizarre things. You know, we laugh about laws in cities that have never been taken off the books hundreds of years ago. Man, some of that stuff is being brought up in the House and Senate today. Uh, And it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But that is what a politician now thinks he or she has to do, just come up with anything. And it's usually restricting freedom. Am I right or am I wrong here?
1: Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. And I think that's something different I bring to the table because, I'm, as I say, I'm going there to undo stuff. I'm going there to repeal laws and shut down, or make the argument at least, make the argument to shut down complete government agencies. Here in, the, here in the state of Mississippi, you know, there's so much that we could do to, to, to fix things. Get rid of – I'm not going to say get rid of the Department of Transportation, but privatize it. You know, maybe have three three <laughs> people at MDOT sitting at the desk reviewing contracts. But sell all the trucks and the bush hogs and the uh, equipment we have. We can we can actually have the farmers mow the the – the uh, right of ways between the highways. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they'd, they'd be glad to do it for the hay. You know, str- <laughs> farmers guess. are struggling. Give them the yeah, hay. they Let are. Them well,
0: some are. Some are doing pretty well with subsidies. Right. Uh, yeah,
1: that's
0: true. You know, and that's that's part of it, too. But but Danny, look, there are well-meaning liberal people. I've never I've got liberal friends. You do, too. And a lot of them either have not heard the libertarian arguments or they haven't been convinced Or they think that the role of government is to do these things. So when they hear that you want to cut it and privatize it, they instantly think about Wall Street and cronyism. And do they have a point? I mean, uh, they don't. No.
1: Well, it depends on what the goal is. If the goal is to have better maintained highways, then I say we need to privatize it. I mean, just this recent... uh, Debacle over the budget over the Department of Transportation's budget. And they're going to raise the gas tax that itself is testimony that the state can't handle it But who can make it more efficient and better and cheaper? Is, is the the private market turned over to entrepreneurs and I bet you they can find the fastest cheapest best way to do something
0: they usually, not everything. Yeah, if, if there's an incentive and if the incentive is money. Profit more. I've always said that. And, and to me, also, you know, racism, now we're talking more about racism than I think we, we have since the Civil War. And I've always maintained that a, a true capitalist wants everybody's money. The only color they care about is green. So if you're black or gay or Muslim, no, a, a true capitalist doesn't give a damn if you're paying cash and and that's am right. i am i
1: right but yeah yeah that's absolutely right jack and it I, makes people that might of different religions people that might disagree with each other get together get together it makes them yes exactly it makes them get along
0: you know Ayn Rand used to say uh, when capitalism was closest in uh, between say roughly the end of the civil war and the beginning of world war 1 there were fewer wars in the world because trade was starting to uh, take hold. And nations learned that they could trade with each other and get along with each other, regardless of cultures or religious differences, and, and they could do so peacefully. Now, right. that's, that's been blown out of the water. And that's just it, Danny. I mean, we, we said that America is in decline, and we're not defeatist, and it doesn't mean we don't love our country. I do love this country, and I still think we are the last uh, hope. I really do. But if we keep on going down the road we're going with the deficit and and the endless war, you know, it, right? It, it, it's going to be another Rome, I'm afraid, and I'm not the only one who says that. And by the way, a lot of liberal commentators say the same thing as well. So, I, I mean, I'm asking, how do you keep hope? I mean, is it is it because you want to stand in front of the, the state senate? And what if you if you lose this election, Danny? Are, are you gonna? Is that hope going to be dashed? What's what's the next step? What do well, we do?
1: i'm doing it because i i can't do anything else i mean this is out of self-defense it really is these other people are trying to you know take my money and uh force me into their service and make me do things and they're spreading they're taking my money and using it to fight wars with people i have no beef with and i don't know how else to fight them other than stand in front of them and tell them stop it um so that's why i'm running and um if I lose, eh, I don't know what my future brings. You know, I'm, I'm trying to run a company here, and uh, yeah. uh, I, I, it's getting, the days are getting longer. <laughs> I'm getting older. Uh, I, I might just retire and uh, jo- go John Galt on everybody.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, I wish I could, but uh, again, I'll be happy to carry your bags. We're talking to <laughs> Danny Bedwell. Danny is our political commentator, one of them here. We have all kinds of views on Now See Here. But Danny is running for uh, District 17 uh, Mississippi Senate. And uh, Danny, uh, you know, you're one of the politicians who actually takes the time to come on the show. Uh, I'm amazed at some of these talk show stations here in the state that are kind of bought and sold by Republicans and Democrats, and they push their own agenda. but. I'm glad to have you on. And and by the way, I reached out to the Green Party recently, and I was told locally that they weren't quite ready to come on the show, but they appreciated my interest. So I'm trying to give everybody a voice. Uh, But Danny, let's talk about, we're we're taping this, we're recording on July 3rd. Tomorrow is the 4th. Uh, To Danny Bedwell and to a lot of others, it's not just hamburgers and hot dogs. It's Independence Day. It, It was a day of rebellion, was it not?
1: That, oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that, you know, I, I watch television. I watch these pundits, and what, and it doesn't matter which channel it, it, they're on. They seem to think this is a celebration of America, a celebration of something called the United States of America, and it is not. What we celebrate on July 4th is throwing these, these authoritarians to the curb. The to Brits. It didn't, matter.
0: Yeah. it didn't
1: matter who they were. The Brits, or they could have been Germans or French or – They could have been Alexander Hamilton's. It didn't matter. What we're celebrating is rebellion, our right, the people's right, of uh, the natural right, of rebellion to uh, cast off such leaders. You know, that's that's what we celebrate. We're not really celebrating their replacements.
0: And it's been—but that's been changed. Again, the public conception has been changed, and that's probably due to education. And that, that's the thing that alarms me, Danny. You know, uh, I had a, a, a libertarian philosopher tell me once—well, Tibor McCann, the, the late, great Tibor McCann told me, you know, if we had one free-market professor out of—for every 40 left-wing professors, we could win the battle. But we don't even we don't even have that because most colleges and I I know here in Jackson, I don't think I can name a single free market advocate in any economy, uh, uh, economics department or philosophy department or poli sci department. They're all progressives. That's that's the right, I suppose. But they tend to teach what they believe. They don't teach objective history. They certainly don't teach Uh, capitalism, or if they do, it's portrayed as imperialism or colonialism or taking advantage of the workers and Charles Dickens. Uh, Do you agree with me on that? And if so, uh, are you also trying to act as an educator by running for office?
1: Yeah, yeah, I am. And also, you know, this is not 1930 anymore, Jack. Anything we can learn in a brick and uh, mortar schoolhouse, we can now learn for free with the click of a mouse I mean this is trying to teach toddlers ABCs or to count you can do that on YouTube you can go all the way through high school and on every single subject you can learn it on YouTube there are curriculums out there online curriculums from your couch that you can learn finance you can learn economics you can learn business administration accounting from your couch so um, we talked this is all tied together we talked about the debt well, a big part of that is uh, the public school system. and I want a uh, education, I want a good quality education for every person in America. I think they can they should be entitled to that. With that being said, I don't believe our current model of public education is doing the trick. I, I think, again, turn it over to the free market, and I think we can do it better, faster, cheaper.
0: You know, Danny, I'm going to quote her one more time because she has such an influence on me, but it leads to something that frightens me more than anything in current America, and that is censorship. Ayn Rand said that as bad as things ever get, America will still have hope as long as there is not censorship. What we're seeing now, maybe it's not C-E-N-S-O-R-ship, but it's C-E-N-S-U-R-E, censorship, because— If you made a statement or wrote a column 30 years ago that maybe people don't agree with now, you are retroactively guilty. Look at Joe Biden. Biden is having to apologize for working with people across the aisle who were segregationists, and he's being attacked for it. Uh, People are having their careers ruined. Uh, The lady who who defended the Central uh, Park—or, excuse me, uh, prosecuted the Central Park uh, rapist, they they turned out to be innocent— but she lost a book contract. She, you know, People are resigning from colleges because of something they wrote 20 years ago. That, to me, is a terrifying precedent that's being set because it could affect anybody in this country. And it's sure. going ma- to make a lot of people just want to shut up. Uh, does sure. that, do you share my concern?
1: I, I, I do. And you see it not only on social media, but in the news media as well. And it's an unofficial uh, doxing of people. An unofficial censure, ship as you say, not coming from the government, but from, we can destroy your life either through social media, through uh, the news media, uh, the the main three and all the cable networks. If they don't like you, they can destroy you. They can censure you. And uh, destroy your life. Destroy your company. And it makes. Destro- it, it, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say they can destroy your family.
0: It makes people hesitant to say what they really believe. And and we hear all this about, let's have a dialogue. Let's have a dialogue. How in the world can you have a dialogue when you're afraid you're going to offend somebody or that you're going to say the wrong thing? I mean, yeah, there's, there's a such thing as civil discussion and reasonable discussion and polite discussion, but you've got to be able to say what you really think, even if it's not popular. So that's uh, why you know it. It used to be. Here's the other thing, Danny. In seventy nine or seventy eight, the ACLU defended the Nazis when they marched in Skokie, Illinois. That was a famous case. The ACLU. Now the ACLU is kind of attacking people, and and defending or, or not defending uh, the First Amendment right to free speech. So it. Uh, there's so many things going on. It is a little bit depressing, but you're yeah, you're yeah. our political guy, and you know, and I wonder if the answer, Danny, is in politics. Is that is that going to reverse uh, the course?
1: Well, if the if the uh, answer is in education, which I believe it is, then I believe you can use politics as a means of education. You know, I mean, I'm because I'm running for Senate. I'm on your on your uh, your uh, podcast here, and people are people hear this all around the nation. They hear this. And you cannot unhear what you have heard. So, is I think education's key. And let me go back to censorship, uh, as you called it. Um, just one thing. There's only th- one thing I have that no one can take from me, and that is my thoughts, my ability to reason. And if I can no longer express those out of fear, then I'm leaving and going somewhere else where I can, because that's all I have. I mean, sure, I got a house, I got a car. That can all be taken from me what cannot be taken from me is my ability to reason and my thoughts so i'm going to stay true to those and i'm going to express them well, and when i can no longer express them then i don't know throw me in prison whatever
0: well i'm going to have actually uh an author i'm trying to get an author uh, on now see here who uh kind of agrees with what we're arguing against i mean I. I don't want people to think now, see, here's a rah-rah libertarian show because I've got my views, but I want to hear what other people say. And, and I, I, right. I, don't, I don't care what they say. So that's why, you know, if they're a yeah. flat earther or, or Holocaust denier, they may be crazy as all get out, but they, they can speak. As long as they're not harming me physically, they can say whatever they want to. And, you know, words can hurt your feelings, but it cannot physically... Uh, uh, You know, it's not physical coercion and that's becoming a distinction now young people in colleges are running to safe rooms because they got their feelings hurt because they heard something about capitalism that evil system and they they got upset and they had to go to a safe room and you think I'm making that up I'm not it really happened
1: Uh, they they, they go to their safe rooms because they heard a thought
0: that they didn't like right that's That's right Right. and good lord I'd be in a safe room every day if I you know (laughs) Yeah. What, what I hear in the I, news. I go
1: through life with these, with hearing <laughs> these things. Well,
0: uh, look now. See here. That, that's the great thing about a podcast. I think there's some hope in podcast, because it's it's booming. It's becoming the biggest uh, social media thing out there. Uh, it's people broadcasting taking it you know doing it themselves and, and Roddy Marin and I have argued about the merits no pun intended of that you know whether it's legitimate but I think it is because there are still some smart people out there and I hope I'm one of them who can put out a good show and speak freely and hear other opinions but Danny right. listen listen you you're running a campaign and you don't run campaigns on words alone you need donations you need money you need funding How can people, if they're interested in your campaign from wherever they are, uh, Vegas, New York, um, you know, L.A. or or in Columbus, Mississippi, how can they contact you and how can they donate money to your campaign?
1: If they go to my webpage, which is dbedwell.com, my phone number is on there. My email is on there. There is a link to my PayPal. You can contribute. And by the way, Jack, I use the word contribute, not donate. Donate. Yeah. kind of infers uh charity of some you're, you're yeah. right you're right yeah contribute that you know that you're contributing to a cause this way so uh if people want to contribute they can go to dbedwell.com and uh there's many ways to do it my mailing address for the campaign is on there if they want to mail a check link to the paypal account uh my phone number if people have questions tell them to call me you know i'll yeah. I'll be glad to share what where I stand on any issue.
0: And it's d b e d w e l l dot com. That's right, Danny. Listen, thanks for coming on the show again. You have the distinction of being the first guest of Nancy here to come on twice. So let's well, let's good. let's keep making it a habit. Keep fighting the fight. We'll check in with you soon. Uh, about the campaign. And next time you're in Jackson or in Ridgeland, let us know and uh, we'll set up and have you on live. How about it? And put you put you on YouTube, too. So
1: that's fantastic, Jack. And thank you for having me, too. I mean, it's always fun. We we have these spirited conversations. And I know this is not a libertarian uh, show, per se, Me and you disagree sometimes. Sure we do. But that's what I like about these spirited discussions. You know, that's how we find the truth.
0: That's how we find the truth. And uh, this show wouldn't be here without uh, help from people like you. And so I I thank you, and I appreciate uh, what you've done for me and what you're doing for the state. Danny, keep telling the truth. Thank you, Jack. All right, folks, it's Danny Bedwell, and uh, it's dbedwell.com. If you want to check out uh, more of his opinions, go to Facebook, too, and look at Danny's uh, Facebook page, a lot of great stuff uh, on there as well. I'm Jack Chris. Now See Here is the podcast. And as Danny said, it's not a donation. It's not a charity. Uh, we're not a nonprofit. We want money. We ask for sponsors. We ask for underwriters, advertisers. And if you, the listener, like what you're hearing on Now See Here, and I hope you do, you can go to anchor.fm/slash Now See Here and contribute. And Gosh, we'd appreciate it. Roddy would appreciate it and we'll keep doing what we what we do with your support. So do that if you get a chance today. I'm Jack Chris. Now see here's the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your support.